You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Phantomaniacs, and welcome to another episode of the Needless Things Podcast. My name is Phantom Troublemaker, and I am your host, and we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manager managers? I'm the manager, is what I'm trying to say, and I barely manage to record this thing sometimes, which is why I'm in the car once again recording the intro last time i did this didn't work out so well i you know every time i've done this it didn't work out so well the first time though i ended up using the recording it didn't sound great but i was okay with the things that i said so i kept it and i used it now i've got my little earbud microphone thing in and i think it'll sound a little bit better but the last time i did this I was on my way home from work, but I had two more days of work ahead of me, so I was not in the best of spirits, and I ended up just complaining the whole time. And and you guys don't want to hear that, and I don't want to make you listen to that. So instead, uh, this time, I am on my way home looking forward to the Independence Day weekend that's coming up. I'm not entirely sure what we're doing yet. We might just be sitting home with the dog. We've got our, our little girl dog, Daphne, has what is called happy tail, which means she busted it open because she's got a tail that's almost as long as her body. Uh, seriously, this thing is 18 inches long. Uh, it, it's crazy and it's wonderful and she's adorable, but her little tail gets going so crazy because she's a very happy dog. And she busted it open, wagging it, and now she won't stop chewing on it. So we have to tend to her all the time, and we can't really leave her at home, which I'm fine with. I mean, I'm not like, oh, you stupid dog, you stay home because of you. I love being at home with my family and my dogs. I have no problem with that. So that's really okay. We, you know, we're, we're probably just going to hang out at the house. Later today, after I, because right now I'm driving home, it's 5 o'clock in the morning, and I'm going to go home, I'm going to post this, I'm going to post another special review for later today on NeedlessThingsSite.com, which is the home of the Needless Things podcast. You should check that out because five days a week we post toys, movies, music, pop culture, dorkery, all kinds of fun stuff. Myself and a, a growing staff of writers provide really fun content, uh, original stuff, uh, no lists, no posts that are one sentence news bites gleaned from other websites. We don't do any of that bullshit. It's all original stuff, reviews, commentary, that sort of thing. So check us out. Uh, you can find the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. And now I will get back to my story, which was I'm going to go home, post all this stuff up, get some sleep, and then I'm going to get up and finish playing the topic of today's episode 
Batman Arkham Knight. I don't want to talk too much about it here in the intro because we have uh, we had so much fun on this one, you guys. Uh, Ryan and Jay are on it, which you know if you've listened to the show before. They're they're great guys. They they can talk about toys. They can talk about video games, anything. We we have a good rapport. I love having them on the show. They're old buddies of mine. And we've got two new guys that I'm really excited to have had on. First is uh, Mike Nelson, who is a computer genius and who was able to provide us with information about the PC stuff that's been going on with Arkham Knight. You, you may know about that. You may not. But you're going to know about it after this episode. And I'm very excited to have on for the first time Crispy. If you don't know, Crispy is the host of Dragon Con TV. He does all the interview segments, and he's if you're watching the parade, he's the guy out there in the Utila kilt, and he's delightful. I've gotten to know him on Facebook over the past few months, and I honestly can't even remember really how we started talking. I, I know Bo knows him, but he's he's really fun. I enjoy talking to the guy, and it was great to have him on the show. And after I finish Arkham Knight, or after I finish the story mode, I'm nowhere near completing the game, but I'm almost done with the story mode. Uh, I'm, I'm, we're going to talk some more about what happened in the story and everything else. So making new friends, adding people to the growing Needless Things army and the cult of Phantomania. I'm, I'm just kidding. There's no cult of Phantomania, but, but you know what I mean. I'm just looking for a word. Uh, to, to describe it all, whatever's going on. So I'm excited about getting home, getting some sleep, posting stuff, the weekend. It's all great times. I want to put over some stuff from a couple of weeks ago. I mentioned a few weeks ago that I was going up to North Carolina. We went up there. We had a nice time. We went to the beach. Uh, we did not get attacked by sharks, which was great. I think we managed to proceed... Uh, the shark infestation that seems to be going on. And I don't want to make light of it because, I mean, I grew up at the beach. You know, I didn't live there, but my family is all in Wilmington, North Carolina. So I was at the beach a lot. And while I was always conscious of the possibility of the shark menace, uh, especially after seeing Jaws 3D in the theater when I was like seven, uh, I, I never... I don't know. I didn't think too much about it. You know what? Lakes freak me out more, to be honest. Lakes, I don't dig them, man. So we were at the beach. Uh, We went to a bunch of places in Wilmington. We went to a museum of the weird, uh, which is uh, downtown Wilmington, right on the river. And I highly recommend it. It's a fun little shop. And the folks that work there were just amazingly nice. Um... We went to a museum, I believe it was the Wilmington Museum of History, or Cape Fear Museum of History, something along those lines. If I was better prepared, I could tell you. But anyway, if you look up Wilmington Museum, if you're in Wilmington, go to this museum. It was a lot of fun. But mainly I want to put over Memory Lane Comics, which was absolutely fantastic. One of the best comic shops I've ever been in, honestly. The staff were wonderful and fun to talk to and amazing. Just great, great guys who were in it because they love comics and they want to sell people to comics. 
uh, sell people the comics. Oh my gosh, they're they're making slaves in Wellington. No, they want to sell comics to people, and they they want to share their knowledge and their love of comics. And there's no within the world of retail, there is no nobler cause than sharing your fandom in some way, and that's what these guys are doing. And I think it's awesome. Uh, so Memory Lane Comics was fantastic. Their store setup is wonderful. They had an incredible mix of toys and comics and everything you might want from a comic shop. And we just we, we ended up staying in there for like an hour. And even though it was a little higher than room temperature, they kept it a little warm in there for me and the missus. We don't have a lot of tolerance for that, but we stuck around for like an hour talking to these guys because they were such a delight. So that was really good. Uh, and I also want to put over Fanboy Comics, which was not far away at all. And apparently they have a good working relationship. Uh, Fanboy was a very different shop. While Memory Lane had a wide variety of merchandise, like what it was the previews catalog exploded, essentially. All the toys and collectibles, they had a hot toys case. But Fanboy was a comic book shop. I think the only thing they had in there, other than printed uh, sequential art, was t-shirts. I believe that was it. And it was a really cool, like, almost old-school feeling comic shop. I, I really enjoyed that visit as well. And those guys were cool. We talked to them a little bit. Uh, they pointed out some stuff to me. One of the guys recommended the new Spider-Woman, which he was totally right. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. It's, I added it to my pull at my local comic shop, Odin's Cosmic Bookshelf in Lilburn, Georgia. Uh, I, I go out there because I, I just, I've got a relationship with the place. It's worth the trip. Um, so, uh, yeah, Memory Lane Comics, Fanboy Comics. Check both of them out if you're ever in Wilmington. And uh, just, we had a nice time. I don't want to put those places over because sometimes you do that sort of thing. So now, I mean, it's really, it's time to talk Arkham Knight. I don't have anything else to talk about. But, of course, it's time for our song of the show. One of the first bands I got to know were the Brothers Calabrese. And I had them on the podcast. You can look that up at needlessthingsite.com if you look at the Calabrese tag. That's C-A-L-A-B-R-E-S-E. And you can also go to calabreserock.com to find their tour dates and all their music and t-shirts. And they've got really the best t-shirts ever. Uh, but, but check out Calabrese. The song we're playing today is not from their newest album because this song is too appropriate for what we're talking about. This song is from their album Born with a Scorpion's Touch, which may be my favorite album of theirs right now. This song is called I Wanna Be a Vigilante. Right? Right? Because it's Arkham Night Day. It's Batman. And Calabrese Wanna Be a Vigilante. Let's hear it. Takes 
to attract the dirty rats All the dirty rats Let's uh, let's officially get started, and I want to welcome everybody to the Arkham Knight episode of the Needless Things podcast. We'll run down the line as to who's here. Uh, first of all, we have Needless Things head researcher Ryan Schweck. Welcome back to the show. Thank you, sir. Good evening, everybody. And uh, we have the belligerent monkey Jay Hornsby back again. Hey, everybody. How's it going? It's going great so far. And uh, joining us for the first time, we have two new guys. We have Mike Nelson, who I first met on the lovely Sean Castic podcast. Mike, welcome to Needless Things. Thank you for the invite, sir. Oh no problem at all. You've, you've got some uh, you've got some different knowledge from the rest of us for this go. So it's going to be you're going to be invaluable to this conversation. And finally, we have Crispy. Crispy, welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. Uh, but I, I'm I'm about to discover who Arkham Knight is, so uh, I'm, I'm itching right now. Like, my hands are shaking, and I'm at the end, and oh, everything's happening. Well, and that's what, uh, I, just so the listeners know, we love you guys because we all stopped playing the game so we could record this episode just for you. So I remember that. With each minute of this, uh, we, we could be fighting crazy Arkham troops in Gotham City or driving around the incredible new Batmobile. And that's actually where I want to start with this one uh, with the, I think, the biggest change in gameplay, and that's the new Batmobile. What were you guys, you know, we've we've all played the other games. Actually, let's start there a little bit. Uh, Arkham Asylum kicked this series off. Mike, what, uh, did you, have you played the other games? Yeah, I started off with, I did Arkham Asylum, I think when Arkham City first came out, because it was 20 bucks, game of the year on 360, I'm like, yeah, I'll pick it up, why not? And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was actually mad that I didn't pick this up at launch, because it was a really fun game. But I'm sure we, I mean, you guys all doubt, I doubted it. I mean, did anybody really believe it was going to be an incredible Batman game? No, I no. got it on launch and was like, eh, this will be all right. And then I played the game in one sitting. 
Yeah, I, I actually bought the collector's edition for Asylum when it came out. I ended up returning it because the it came with a, a batarang that and mine was all broken. Oh, so I, and I was like, you know what? Screw it. Just give me the game. I want to play the game, and that was my life for two weeks essentially. Yeah, I never the same as you guys. I, I I caught it a little bit after. I, I think I caught it as the, the game of uh, the year edition. Um, so I didn't I didn't grab it at launch, but uh, picked it up when it was you know the twenty bucks version, uh, and liked it. Uh, played it, liked it, and uh, then I ended up getting Arkham City at launch. I had, had basically went right into one, right into the other. Oh, nice. Yeah. See, uh, story of my life. I, I bought it. I bought Arkham Asylum shortly before they released the Game of the Year edition because that's how ah. I do things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and loved it. It was amazing. And then yeah, so we're all on board for Arkham City. Like that one, we're all there at midnight waiting to pick up our pre-order. Mm-hmm. And also probably doubting a little bit that it could possibly be as good as Arkham Asylum, which was a very silly thing to think. What? How, how did Arkham City... I think it was a huge improvement just because of the scale. I think we talked about it for a second earlier, but that, you know, uh, Ryan, you said you went back and played in Arkham Asylum and talked about how claustrophobic it was. But uh, Arkham City, you know, really opened things up. And that's one of my favorite parts of the games. Um it's being able to uh, uh, hook from building to building and just mm-hmm. literally just fly wherever you want to go. But the first time you do that, little, you know, I use this terminology a lot, little five-year-old me freaks out. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm flying as Batman. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and, you just, and you sit there with, with the camera, and you're just kind of looking around while you're flying, and next thing you know, you fly into a building, but that's just par for the course. Well, and I still the, fly into buildings. <laughs> one, of the, one of the brilliant yeah. things about this whole series is how they give you a little bit and that little bit is incredible until you get upgraded and you realize, oh my gosh, that was nothing before. Yeah, now, the minute you get that first back claw where you can really like grab and then shoot up. Yeah. That completely changed flying. Mm-hmm. Uh, do we, do we really even need to talk about Arkham Origins at all? I, I, I actually really loved it. What a out of town. Yeah. I yeah. actually liked it too. Yeah, and, and, I, and I liked it for the story, because uh, not so much the gameplay. Yeah, the game was oh, buggy because sure. it was a different studio, but it was one of those moments where, like, I should have not been surprised at, at, at we can spoil this game at this point, right? Oh, yeah, we can spoil yeah. or, 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 the, the, the whole blast, the Black Mask twist and, you know, it being the first time you run into the Joker. I, I liked how Origins was really more of a, 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 joke and, a Joker origin story. Mm-hmm. Than Batman in that context, and the the birthplace of Arkham really, really like really like that Batman was kind of secondary to that own story, and there was a lot of these characters that you don't really get to see a lot of in the property otherwise, and so it was it really kind of flushed out the world for me. As far as games go, that's for me where it started to be all right. You got a little too much going on here. Let's scale it back a bit. Um, but yeah, no, I I liked it. I yeah, love the I, story. I agree with you on that. But the 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 gameplay was rough. Mike, what were you getting ready to say? Uh, I actually picked up City and Origins maybe last month, month before. You know, Steam sales, yay! (laughs) (laughs) So because I was like, you know what, let me pick these up, and then I started playing through City, and that's why I actually got my reservation for Arkham Knight. Uh, So I was like, I streamed all of City. I streamed all of Origins, preparing myself for Arkham Knight, and City was great. Origins, I enjoyed, 
I, I understand where a lot of my friends even like Origin sucks. I'm like, it's true. It's like, why does he have the Batwing? Why don't we have the Batwing now? It's supposed to be the past. I'm like, I know, I know. It's it's a whole thing. I understand. It's a Star Wars thing. <laughs> I get it. But, uh, but, I mean, Black Mask is, if it's not Solomon Grundy is my favorite, Black Mask is my all-time favorite Batman villain. Oh, interesting. I I just, I absolutely love Black Mask. And so he, seeing this as the Black Mask story, I'm like, yes, Solid Joker. I'm like, you. <laughs> oh, I don't want that. You were not pleased with the surprise. <laughs> I was not. Yeah, they, they, they really did to kind of screwed over Sionis in that story. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was like, wait, what just happened to Black Mask? This is good. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, it, it was a great story, but after playing Arkham City, you know, having the restricted flight, like the gliding was not nearly as fun in Origins, uh, that with the restricted rooftops and everything, I, it was just, you know, I play, I finished it just like I have the other ones. I, I didn't complete Origins like I did the other ones. Uh, it was terrible. That was my least favorite thing. And I did it. I 100% of that one. Did you? I, I just, it was too brutal. I was like, eh, I, I don't, it, it wasn't that the side quests were bad. It's just that there's a side quest that doesn't unlock until you beat it where you have to go capture all the inmates who escaped and then get them back in. And it's, it's just, at that point, it's just like, this adds nothing. Yeah, that, I'm that's just. I, 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 I finished it, and I told my girlfriend that she played it uh, a few months back, and she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I didn't even bother with that. I skipped it because, yeah, that was crap." Yeah. So, I actually well, loved it. That the, was the, that the, the epilogue section. Uh, yeah, the it was the origin side stuff. I actually adored more oh. than City. I actually no, I really liked the side quest as a whole. Just that one particular quest at the very end is what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. I know. Yeah. Yeah, 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 where where you it's it's basically nothing changes. You're just okay. Go get these guys. Go punch some people. Go, have fun. Go through <laughs> the city that you've already been through eight thousand times and <laughs> well, find some dudes. Ryan, Ryan and Jay, what, what how'd you guys feel about Origins? Well, I think that epilogue's just like typical Batman night. <laughs> this is what it would be like to be Batman on a daily it's basis. True. Yeah, on, yeah. Not the exciting night. I, when I think of Origins, for some reason, everything that sticks out is that shit Bane fight. Oh my god! And oh, how right? awful it was, and how awful the controls on it were, and the yeah. camera angles, and it just summed up that whole game for me. It's just it was never smooth. That was the weird thing. It's even going playing Arkham Asylum again. Even that game, the mechanics and the fighting were smoother than they were in Origins. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's the thing is in Origins, uh, you know, not only was the fighting not great. But the fights themselves were very video game cheap. Yeah, uh, I, I wasn't a big fan of them. I, I thought the uh, the flow wasn't quite there, and I think I had uh, kind of going the opposite way where I had uh, gotten Arkham City at launch. I had heard enough about this where I kind of waited to see, and then Ryan. I think I even had your. I, I don't think I ever bought it. I think I you gave me your copy when you were done, and yeah. um, I, I played it through. So. It, it was all right. It was a it was a new Batman game, but it definitely wasn't. It didn't recapture the same as uh, Arkham City. At least I I didn't think so. I, it it just wasn't as fun. So that being the case, uh, you know, and we all knew that was a different studio, but at the same time, you can't help but have that. Uh, you know, even if it wasn't a bad taste in your mouth, we all recognized the challenges that that Origins had and, and the uh, where it fell short compared to the prior games. Mm-hmm. So going into this one. Uh, how how are you guys feeling about it? Oof. I <laughs> after after playing City and Origin straight, and then going into Arkham Knight, the screen, 
the crying, the love <laughs> I have for Night because it took like the best of both worlds and combined it and gave us a Batmobile. Yes, an excellent segue because that's where I wanted to start with Arkham Knight. Let's talk about the Batmobile. The Batmobile that all of us were a little scared of, I'm sure. I'm not a driving <laughs> game guy. My The only driving games I really like at all are Burnout, which are only... That's a great game. <laughs> they're like loosely described as driving games. They're crashing, yeah. crashing simulators. Uh, and I, I was nervous about the, the Batmobile element because you never know how much of it will be required. You never know how much... Uh, you know, if I can't handle that Batmobile, is it going to ruin the game for me? The answer is yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, yes, that is true. But fortunately, they have designed the Batmobile, I think, perfectly. Uh, I, I love driving it around. I love combat. I love everything about it. Are you guys digging the Batmobile as much as I'm, I am? I'm actually against it. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love, I love the concept of, I, I, so there, there, there's a joke going around that says, you know, Batman Origins was be the bat, and instead it should be be the bat tank, because I spend so much time in that damn tank that I've forgotten what it's like to be Batman. Like, I'll go and do things on foot on purpose just to make it feel like Batman. Yeah, I do it all the time. Like, if I'm trying to get from across the city, I'll, I'll, fly. I'll fly rather yeah. than drive the Batmobile. And the, the driving is good. I think my complaint is it's it's... The, I agree that the the control scheme of the Batmobile is great, especially once you get over the hump of playing in first person. Drive the Batmobile in first person, and it will solve so many of your problems. Also, as a control point, you guys may or may not be aware that you can change the control scheme of the Batmobile entirely. First, thing, absolutely. First thing I did, yeah. 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 First thing I did too. too. Yeah, I didn't know that at first. So the first couple hours, it was very painful for me. And then once I realized, oh, let me change this one setting. And I didn't know it changed all the other controls, right. but it made it feel much more like a natural driving game, like your burnouts and things like that. And once I, I got that setting, I could grok on it and really roll with it. But I just hate how every every instance of the story requires the bat tank. So much bat tank. Holy crap. Even... Like, I'm trying to think of a chapter that doesn't have the bat tank, and I'm almost at the end of the game, and I'm coming up short. And that's, I think, my my biggest complaint about this game. Well, I think for me personally is the the, uh, the difference, the way it handles versus the, the tank versus the car. Like I think for me personally, I think the tank handles really well and really easily, mm-hmm. but then when I switch over to the car, it, it makes it a lot tougher. But I think it just it just feels like two different vehicles completely. Well, it's uh, supposed see, to though. I'm the opposite. Yeah. I can handle battle mode a lot better than I can the tank. Mm-hmm. Well, I the, the, the tank is battle mode. I mean, yeah, the, the tank's battle mode. Okay, the, uh, yeah. the car, car mode. I can't handle Prior. car mode as well. I run into lots of things. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I, There's a lot of times, like, even just moving around, I'll just switch to battle mode because it's easier to move, mm-hmm. to get it situated. It, it's well, the but, best way for turning corners. I won't yes. even lie. And yeah. that's, that's in, well, you've got you've got to use that L2 or, or whatever your Whatever the equivalent choice. is. Yeah, right, yeah, you've yeah. got to use your brakes. But, uh, see, the, the pursuit mode is supposed to be like a driving game, and... Battle mode is supposed to be like your Batman, but a tank. Yeah, like because it basically handles the same way. Um, I, man, I've enjoyed it, and I feel like it's been very balanced. I've I've never gotten sick of being in the Batmobile, and, and it <laughs> is. Let me, let me ask you this: Yes, how many of the Riddler trophies have you gone for it? Uh, I've done. Have you, have, you, have you been Have you been consistently getting them all, or just I, kind of getting them passively? Think I've oh wait the trophies or the 
the challenges. The, the actual trophies, the things uh, that's hidden all over our company. I've, I've, done a, I've done a few where you've got to like use the winch to get stuff out and that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I, that, that's what killed the game for me, the, the, that, the bad tank. Again, I love the concept, I love it, but it, it's overplayed because I've got 200-ish of the 240 trophies, and so many of them. It's like, I feel like the puzzle aspect from uh, uh, Asylum, especially, where if they had like the Metroidvania style, get this right, right. The trophy. There's no challenge to get any of the trophies, and if there is a challenge, it's going to involve the bat tank. Okay, um, now I'll agree with you on that one because I feel like, and, and I have not done a ton of the trophies. Yeah. I feel like that will will get tedious after a while. I'll, I'll yeah. yeah. There's just so many of them. One thing I found with the tank too is, and I've kind of adjusted my playing for this, is I've kind of lost the map in my head. Like, if you give me Arkham City and it says go to the clock tower, I can fly straight to the clock tower yeah, yeah. without looking. It, I think in the beginning I was using the Batmobile so much, they would say go here, and I have no scale in my head how to get there in the Batmobile. Well, so I started harder. flying around a lot more to kind of map the city in my head. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's much harder at street level to, mm-hmm. to find things. You know, when, when you're up high, you see all the landmarks. You can see which buildings are taller than which buildings. It's, it's much easier to get around. So that's, that's a fair point as well. And yeah, the Batmobile definitely does take away the exploration of the game. That's the oh, first yeah. thing I noticed when I hopped in. I'm like, I, I'm doing so much driving. I don't know why I need to fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and flying is still so satisfying in this game, too, because you get, there's some upgrades where yes. that that I, I mistakenly waited half the game to unlock. Basically, you you launch yourself up at four times the speed. Yeah, no, 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 no. Get, just just get, do yourselves a favor. You're all pretty early. Just buy that, and then <laughs> you, you can fly from island to island in like thirty seconds. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I feel the same thing when you're driving around in the city. I think you're right. You're passing by stuff. Like in the other games, you know, you'd randomly be flying by and, oh, here's Crime Alley. And, oh, look, you know, Hush has been doing this. I feel like I'm driving by a whole lot of stuff where I should probably slow down and be looking around. But well, my it just thought, happen. My thought is, though, once I've got the story done, then it'll be time to explore. Because with every game, you know, I sat down with this game with the intention of, all right, the other games, I finished the story, and then it's been kind of weird wandering around the city with the story done, doing all this stuff, so I'm going to try and balance it out and take my time. So you'll, you're wrong in that. I hate to say that. <laughs> you, do, you don't get the real ending for the game unless you 100 percent everything. Well, no, no, no. I'm, I'll, I, I wanted to uh, split it this time. Usually, okay. usually I drive through the story, and then mm-hmm. once the story is over, because I, I completed Asylum and City. Uh, but I finished the story very early and then just took my time doing all the Riddler stuff and, mm-hmm. and the various challenges and side quests. And this time I wanted to kind of do it all at once. I didn't want to burn through the story and then do the other stuff. But that's what I've ended up doing because the story is so compelling. The story really solid, yeah. I don't want the identity of the Arkham Knight spoiled for me. Although at this point I am 100% positive I know who it is. But we're not going to talk about that. Well, um, what, what's your theory? Uh, I'm not. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to put it out there because I don't want anybody to be like, "Oh, that is it." Oh, that because okay. is, is, is it one of those cases where once once you kind of theorized, you're like, "Well, this is there," and then all of a sudden they start smashing your face over and over with that possibility. Um. No. 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 Okay. All right. Interesting. No. Not at all. That'll make sense for those of you as you get further into the game. No, it's not that. <laughs> not that at all. Uh, it's wow. it's what what I what I have decided is genius and brilliant, and it makes sense. But it is also 
a massive surprise. But All right. let's uh, talk. We've talked about the Batmobile, and I, I love that that we have some dissent on that because I, I think it it's uh, uh, you know I dig it, but I can totally see what you guys are talking about. And and yes, the exploration is definitely a different factor in that thing. Uh, let's talk about the fact that the game starts you off with most of your gadgets and goodies and how much fun that is. That's a complaint of mine as well. Like, I feel like I'm harping on the game, but I absolutely love the game. But I miss the previous game that's like, go here, unlock this, go here, unlock that. This one, you open up badass old Batman. So you have practically everything at your arsenal. And so because of that, there's a couple of puzzles later in the game for Riddler's trophies. They don't really hold your hand at all. So you just have to kind of remember what you did in previous games to solve them with equipment that you already had because you never really used that equipment the entire game before. And then that's a double-edged sword for me. I like that they're not holding our hand, but I also have so much at my disposal from the beginning. I, I'm stuck in my play style after like 10 hours of playing the game. Right, right. Well, yeah, I just I, I liked it a lot. I, I was really happy that I didn't have to, you know, for the third time, unlock the, mm-hmm. uh, the right. grapple well, gun. Why or, did Batman leave all his shit in the Batcave? Right. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I mean, he's, what is he doing? So, yeah, I, I really liked the fact that I was able to, you know, from, from the get-go, be able to use the grapple gun to launch myself off buildings. It was a sensible things. story option, I agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. it was surprising, though, and they didn't really even tell you it was all there. I remember I got to one place, I mean, it was a good, I mean, probably hour or two in, looking at what I was supposed to do, and I was like, damn it, I need the remote control bat ring for this. Why haven't they given me this? And I opened it up and I was like, oh, I've had it for like the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Explosive gel or something. It's like, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I've got all this stuff already. Yeah. And it is cool because they, I mean, there are still upgrades for the gadgets. It, it does, you know, there are still things to achieve and, and different uh, choices you get to make. Cause right now, uh, I, I really enjoy the side quests of dismantling uh, the Arkham Knight militia outposts. Those are a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so far, all There's of so the side quests them. are are very cool. I like the towers. <laughs> I like the militia you outposts. <laughs> you, what 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 do you disagree on this time? Well, here's the thing: like all the Arkham Knight side quests, like the militia stuff, it's awesome. It's fresh and it's new. Mm-hmm. But so far, and my girlfriend and I have talked about this in length. Like any of the side quests that involves a like a key focal Batman uh, villain. Uh-huh. While the concept has been cool, it's just like, well, this just seemed kind of boring compared to what they did with the character previously. And in, in a lot of instances, though, like, uh, for example, like my favorite inclusion in the game, and you guys are, you, you can unlock this quest at the beginning. So hopefully this isn't a spoiler because at the very beginning of the game, uh, there's a man bat quest. Yes. I, I love think, that. That actually like genuinely scared me. Like I yeah. literally had like, a half I, I, jump I'm, and I I'm not going to say how you trigger it, but you, it's open from the very beginning of the game. But the quest itself, once you trigger it, it's just like, go here, do this, go here, do that. And, and and that's the way most of the quests are. My favorite quest, though, is the um, I'm trying to just say it without spoiling, where you find all the dead bodies and you have to scan the layers. <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah, that so, is so brilliant. And it's detective work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was doing that last night. I was going to try to find one, and my wife was down in the basement with me while I was playing it. And I kept having to be like, "You need to be quiet. I'm trying to listen for opera music." <laughs> I was like, "I can't find the damn music. I can't find the freaking body." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's killing me! You send me up here to this tower. It's somewhere on the ground. You're not helping me here." And I will say there there are a couple of things that uh, I, you know I I don't want to say they're negatives. They're just more challenging, and I'm wondering mm-hmm. if maybe I'm not looking at them the right way yet. Because rescuing the firemen, 
Oh my god! What's what's up with that? Well, I can't find him. Well, see, but that's why I like it because you'll just randomly be going somewhere, and then you hear like, "Oh, we got a fireman here. We probably shouldn't kill him." Okay, and then I immediately stop what I'm doing and start flying the other way. And I'm like, "Oh, oh, fireman, fireman, keep talking, buddy." And that's what's really funny is if because you got to go fast because they'll stop talking, and if they're not talking, you're not going to find him. Well, what what I what I do is like I do the same thing as you. I I, well, I'm, I'm done with the fireman quest, but I would stop. Look around. I'd go into detective vision, and I would look for a group of guys. Yep, all, all huddled around within my scope of vision because you can see their buildings, and and that's the secret for finding your firemen. The fights themselves get progressively harder, and then exponentially harder at the very end. Yeah, especially the sentry guns they're using now. Those add a little bit of yeah. The tech in this game is great. Oh, yeah, it really is. The I, I've been the the way the Arkham Militia has been portrayed and the the goodies they have and can't get too deep into it, but they really put a lot of effort into making this seem like a cutting edge fighting force. Even the conversations that they have with each other about their backgrounds, about being in the military, about what they are telling their family that they're doing now when they're actually in Gotham trying oh, to kill God. Batman. Did you get the PTSD conversation? It's a little bit later in the game, so you guys won't have had it yet. But all of a sudden, I'm flying around, and an event has happened, and this guy is talking about his experience that he had having to put down these people, and he didn't really agree with it, but it was his job, and it's what he was hired to do. It was just like, I I just kind of like, I I was flying, and just let go of the controller, and Batman just dropped, and I just sat there and listened to this heartbreaking story from this random NPC who should be a villain. And, did and you next. then go beat him up? Yeah, I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. I did. It's the Batman thing to do. Yep. What are What are some moments that you guys have had that have really struck you? I'll I'll tell you. I think the first time I was utterly delighted was when I found the first Riddler trophy and realized, oh, good, we're he's still around. We're still doing this again. I'm still going to have to hunt these trophies down. Uh, that made me extremely happy. What what, what kind of was moments? That in the did you guys? Uh, police, uh, yeah, uh, in the police station, the one that the, was uh, just in the case, and it yeah. took me forever to realize <laughs> just to punch the case. I think the first big one for me, I realized this game how great it is, was the first multi fear takedown, and they taught you oh how to do God. that. That was so good. I really love doing that. It, it, it took me a while to figure out too. I don't, I don't know what I was thinking, but I wasn't moving the camera right, yeah, right to turn. I was getting like so mad, and I was like, I don't know why this isn't working. I'm hitting X, and then I finally like kind of moved it. And I was like, Oh, here we go. And then, I had the exact same problem, and because they didn't hold your hand, and while I mentioned that as a complaint, it is a it is a strength in video games that you don't see often. Yeah, and it took me like six tries, and now I do it all the time. I maxed out that upgrade <laughs> immediately. Yeah, I'm like oh, how can I take out five guys in five seconds? Done. Yeah, and it's invaluable. When, Yo, when, when you get into the later side quest stuff, you have to be able to take stuff down, and you have to be able to um, – I'm trying to decide if – yeah, uh, you have to upgrade. So you, you, you guys upgrade to be able to deactivate the medics as soon as you can because the medics are fuckers, and I hate them. Yeah, how, yep. are you guys, so you guys have already seen medics. I have not. Yeah. And, All right. I, I have and, not. and don't get me wrong. I love them, and they're a brilliant gameplay it's, element, yeah. but I hate them. So, so, <laughs> so, so to explain to those of you who haven't seen the medics yet, basically medics are there to revive people who have dropped. Oh. And so you, <laughs> right. right. Yeah, so the first time you come across that, you're like, I took that guy down. What the hell happened here? Yeah. And it, it, it's a fresh element. There's a lot of small tweaks to this game 
that, like you guys mentioned, it take the be- took the best of the previous games and just spat out this. And it's it's a lot of smart decisions. And the medics can also electrify people so you cannot punch them. Well, that comes later. <laughs> Much later. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. uh, but yeah, keep an eye out for guys in white and just take them out as soon as yeah. you can. Learn to upgrade your disruptor as soon as possible. And that's, that's another thing that, you, yeah. Crispy, you and I talked about this. Uh, in the older games, pretty much as soon as I got points, I used them. Mm-hmm. In this one, I've been sitting on points to wait and see what I'm going to need. Yeah, basically, because they give you so much to begin with, you have so many gadgets, I'll sit there and I'll try to get through a situation with what I've got. Because that's what Batman would do. He would punch things. Right. He would, he would battering things. And if I find myself taking like three or four tries to do something, I'll then I'll go look at my, my winning tech. Oh, I'm sitting on 25, 30 points. What can I upgrade to make this better? And I, I, I rarely spend points unless I have 20, just by pure happenstance. And I agree. Because it, it allows you, the player, to adapt to the situation. And from what I can tell, you can't unlock everything. No. There's just, there's, just, there's just too much stuff to upgrade. I could be wrong. I'm near the end of the game, but I... I don't have that much upgraded and I only have like a couple of things left to do. Yeah. There, there are going to be things that are just after the story is done. I I don't know what unlocks certain of the upgrades, Mm -hmm. but, but they're not even available because the one, the one that I want really badly right now is to take out the giant sentry guns (laughs) and that hasn't happened. Uh, so Mike and Jay, what what moments have you guys had? Like that magic moment where you were like, "Wow, this is this is a good game." I think actually it happened. I, I already knew this was a great game, but it was last night that really put a stomp into like this is amazing. Uh, I picked up the, qu- the side quest to find the militia in their little four fight hut, and I saw the I saw the marker. I'm like, "All right, I'm a few hundred feet away. Cool." Driving the Batmobile, all of a sudden I'm like, ooh, a ramp. Let's do the ramp. <laughs> hit, hit the ramp. I fell right into the base on top of everybody with oh, my nice. car. I'm like backing up, hitting everybody. I'm like, I'm home. Yeah. I just get out, unlock it. I'm like, all right, next side mission, done. There's a few control points like that that it's so satisfying. They're like, oh, I just dropped the tank in there and took care of it. And then I talked to my girlfriend. She's just like, uh, no, I used the upgrade to disable the big guns on their own. I was like, I didn't need to use the tank, but my way was so much more fun. <laughs> well, and the tank is definitely, I, I love when you do use it, uh, when you use like the remote control to use it in conjunction with using Batman, like the, the Batmobile assisted takedowns and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That stuff's very rewarding. Jay, what was your magical moment? I guess there's a couple. I think uh, some of the smaller Easter egg type things, and I think you you posted the same photo I I took, uh, but it was uh, the poster of the Grey Ghost oh, in yeah. uh, Oracle's uh, apartment. I thought that was pretty awesome. Um, and then uh, I, th- I think the Man Bat uh, was pretty awesome. Just the fact that I was flying around Gotham City, like the, the first time I saw him, it genuinely I wasn't expecting it, and it, it, it you know was kind of a scare. Right, it was like holy shit. It's yeah. one of the best jump scares. And then it's repeated later, which was awesome. Not with Man Bat, though, but with a different character. Um, I'm trying to figure out, have you guys done the Ace Chemicals plant yet? Yes. Mike, so, you done Ace Chemicals? I don't think I have is, there. Have okay, you, okay. Have you confronted Scarecrow for the first time yet? Oh, uh, 
yeah, uh, with the four vats, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, storyline, yeah. Yeah, so I got know, that. Yeah. You know about That's... Batman's Dark Passenger. <laughs> yeah, not it, happy about that his, at all. His, Har- his Harvey. Yes. I, it's the best thing about the game to me. It's wonderful. Hands down. Mm-hmm. And the reason being, I was angry at first. I was like, are, are we allowed to just talk about this openly? Because you kind of have to at this point. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll go ahead and warn the listeners. If you yeah. have not played the game, this is a major story point. Uh, so if you're worried about spoilers, if you're worried about spoiling a big surprise, stop listening now. Because from from here on out, uh, we, we haven't really spoiled anything, but this is a big one. So I'll I will say this. Don't worry. Joker is dead. Your opening scene is cremating Joker. That enough sold yes. the game. Yeah, Joker, so don't worry about that. Joker is one hundred percent dead. However, uh, well, real, real quick, real quick, real quick on that opening scene. Am I the only one that was just hitting the button once and yeah, then just yeah, kind of yeah. firing? <laughs> yeah, no, I, it was, yeah. Was, I sat there and I'm like nothing's happening. Let me hit yeah. a button. Oh god. Oh I, no. And I, I then, tried like five times and like I kept expecting like him to like open his eyes and something yes. to happen. So I was, you know, like I kept expecting like I keep hitting it and so, at a certain point he's like, ah, hot. And those, wakes little, up. and those little poofs of fire keep yeah. happening and going away and you're like, what am I supposed to be doing? Yeah. The song ended for me. Like it was just silent at the end. I'm like, shit, what the hell am I supposed to do at this point? And then, was, uh, then I realized, oh yeah, hold, hold the button down. Hold the button down. Yeah. It was the perfect way to get me emotionally invested in the game. You talk about what moments, that was the first of many moments. Because when it's over, it's like, me personally, I am frying the Joker. Yeah. I am creaming. Okay, think this is a little uh, personal now. And then uh, my next moment was uh, Man Bat. Like, but we already talked about that. And, but then, then what really made me fall in love with the game, um, there's a, th- once you discover his Dark Passenger... And once Batman gets hit with the fear gas, you discover Batman's greatest fear. And at that point, I'm, I'm with Mike. I was a little angry. But at the same time, I'm ecstatic that Mark Hamill came out of retirement to voice Phantom Joker and Batman's brain. It is absolutely the best story that comes from the game is the, the conversation that Joker has with Batman in random moments. Well, now, is it Ham- It's actual Hamill. Hamill came back. It was a secret. Oh, yeah. Troy Baker's voicing Two Face. They gave him Two Face this nice. time around. Wow, so that's legit. And Hamill came back, and the reason being is uh, because he, he is he, dead. He is dead, but he said he would only come out of retirement uh, to do Joker's voice again if uh, someone did the Killing Joke. Oh, and, oh yeah. wow! And there's that one scene where you actually get the, a, a flashback. And my heart fluttered. Oh my! That moment. For me, like my roommate was in the other room, I I just just I froze. I'm like I'm watching the killing joke happening, and it's happening right here. And 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 you as Batman, you're stuck. You can't do anything. You're yeah. like, no, don't answer the door. I know yeah. it's happening. Like I felt like that person in a horror movie, and it was such a huge moment for me. I was that black guy on my TV. Don't open that door. When, um, that was another one my wife was watching with me, and she was like, that was awful. And I was like, hey, you should read the comic. It's a lot it's worse than that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> worse than that. That's, I, I was like, how far are they going with this? Okay, that's good. That's enough. Yeah, they stopped yeah. fairly short. Uh, yeah, Joker has been an incredible element, and they did such a good job with it because, like you said, we cremated it the, at the beginning. And you have to think, wow, what is what is an Arkham game without Joker? Well, we're going to find out. And then... Surprise! We and it turns out, and you think it's going to be, you know, if he if they bring him back, it's going to be cheap. Was it Clayface again? What's going on? And it's not. It's that Joker or uh, Batman, Bruce Wayne, has been infected. 
with Joker blood. And I had forgotten all about that. So when the yeah. Joker pulls the gun on you, I was like, what the hell is this? And then after a couple of minutes, I was like, oh, oh, yeah, that's right. There was that whole story of Arkham City that I forgot about. Thanks, Arkham Origins. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. Not only were you lacking, you were a detour from important storyline. Yeah. Um, I thought something was wrong with my disc. Like, because it went and it blacked out and then oh, it had yeah. that cut scene, you know. Yeah. And when you went in, I was like, well, did it just skip a whole, like, portion of the story what the hell is going on here well, did anyone else here play eternal darkness on gamecube yes yes the game so that would person. actually the game that yes, would actually, actually yeah, fuck yeah. with you so, 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 so yeah it had a sanity meter as your sanity meter dropped the game would fuck with you the game would pretend to reset itself random phone calls statues would move it was very lovecraftian in its design but this game really calls back to that for me because you have these moments of just randomly there's joker have you yeah. guys noticed the billboards and the uh, architecture in the buildings will change the Joker's face? Yep. No. No, yeah, I hadn't picked that. up on that. Yeah. Well, you've gone this far in the game and you haven't seen that? No, I didn't notice. Yeah, yeah. T- keep, uh, keep an eye on and the billboards. Every now and then it'll be, it'll be Joker's face. Oh, or, the, or the gargoyles. Not the ones that you jump on, but like the just the faces. Yeah. Every now and then it'll be Joker's face. There's so many small little details where they find a way to insert Joker into Batman's psychotic fuck. Just, oh my God. That me as a fan, it's it's really amazing the attention to their detail. Well, and w- without getting too far into it, the the progression is amazing as well. Oh, how, yeah. how how things develop with Joker. I, I think it's no surprise, guys. Yeah, even though you're early, things get pretty bad for Batman in this game. <laughs> <laughs> um, as, as the game started out with, "This is the night Batman died." Exactly, I it's, it's not yeah. going to get right. well. Let's uh, real quick because I, I want to wrap up. Uh, on a positive note with everybody sort of gushing a little bit. But before we get to that, I want to talk a little bit about issues with the game. Uh, Jay, I know you've had some issues. And Mike, I think you can probably, while you haven't experienced anything, I think you can probably speak to the PC situation with Arkham Knight, which I feel we should address. Uh, Now, we've got, we we should clarify here, uh, Jay and Ryan, you guys are both playing it on Xbox One, correct? Yes. Crispy, you and I are PS4. Yeah, and my girlfriend's on an Xbox One. Oh, interesting. And then, Mike, you're on PC. Yeah. This, um, that's, that's a good group right there. Yeah, well, and that's why I was so delighted all you guys were, <laughs> were coming on, because we've got every system represented, and unless they release, like, a DS version or something. And then so I, they did. I, I apologize <laughs> back, to you guys. Um, Mike, what what is what's going on with the PC version? All right, so as we all know that with, or at least as I know, with P, some PC games, uh, it is cheaper, way cheaper, to create a game on console and then port it over to PC, mainly because consoles, you guys, are a set everything component. Everything's already mm-hmm. set for you, so it's already done. PC is a little different because we have thousands and millions of components that we can put in our machines that make everything different and makes it a headache for developers. So, once again, this is just another bad port, a very bad port. This is probably on the same lines of Assassin's Creed Unity bad port. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that consistently. I mean, they, they pulled the game from being sold. Yeah. Which is exactly. crazy. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. Uh, and even Warner Brothers uh, was even telling people, like, hey, if you want a refund, understandable. Here's the link. Go follow it. Go get your refund. Wow. Yeah, the, the, the Steam refund got a lot of use the first couple of days there. Yeah, they're at second day of launch. The next day, over 7,000 reviews on the game on Steam. All bad. Yeah. Every single one. Wow. It, it's basically because there's 
uh, there's hitching when you're in the Batmobile, you're turning the corner, you're just getting into or flying off. There's hitching where you just start lagging a bit. Uh, then we have our, we are at 30 frames per second locked. We don't have 60 frames, which is ridiculous. It is. And, and and where I, I, I only play, I'm only like in maybe the 60 frames per second mindset for the past since January. Other than that, I'm like, I don't care. 30 frames per second, whatever. Started doing 60 because my computer can take it, and I l- learned how to use it. I don't want to go back to 30 frames per second anymore, guys. Sure, I sure. Want- <laughs> <laughs> so we have we have an FPS locked. We have hitching. There's audio glitches. Bad audio glitches. Just bad. Uh, and, and And that's all the things that I have experienced as well. The audio glitches irritate me, but not to the point. It's like, all right, I need a refund. I, right. I move on. Right. Uh, see, I, I'm not. I'm. I'm running a pretty powerful computer, eight core processor, GTX 660 Ti video card. Uh, I mean, I have 16 gigs of RAM. I'm pretty set for my system, and the fact that I'm not, I haven't had as much or any of the issues that these people have had. I call myself lucky. And I yeah. hug my computer every night before I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing to consider, though, is is that for a game like this that is a mass market release, I mean, certainly one of the largest video game releases, uh, most anticipated uh, in the history of video games, because of the legacy that it's built upon, they needed to get it right, and unfortunately, they didn't. Mm-hmm. They did not. They did not. It's all this stuff that everybody's experiencing – this could have all been really avoided if they did a longer duration of porting. Where I yeah. feel, as a PC player, if the, if the console guys, if you guys got the game first, as a as a PC player, I'm like, well, where the hell is my game? I really want my game. But right. if I have to wait a month extra and not have these issues, I would have rather waited the extra month. Because this... These are all things that, even as a beta tester myself on multiple games, these are things that would have caught my eye in an instant. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Well, they originally pushed back I mean, as a console. I'm, I'm a PC gamer and a console gamer, but primarily a console gamer. But that being said, as a primarily a console gamer, I was excited because the launch date for this game wasn't it like two months earlier? They pushed it back. Oh, it was yeah. way earlier. Yeah, it was, yeah, that was like originally supposed to be last year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it kept getting pushed back and pushed back, and then initially people were like, "Oh, this is taking forever," and I'm right there with you. I want my game to work the first time. Yeah, you, I, I lament for the old console days where you put a cartridge in. Hey, look, there's no updates. I actually went to the, <laughs> the midnight release for this. I have not been excited for a midnight release since Halo Two. I'm gonna date myself there. I, I, I went to a couple of them between then. I wasn't very excited. I lived next to a GameStop. The girlfriend and I walked over, and there was a line going out the door and wrapping around the building for a Batman game at midnight. I was like, all right, I'm feeling it. This is exciting. I buy the game. I walk home. Ten minutes later, I've got it. Oh, here's a giant update. And uh, I guess I'll play it tomorrow. <laughs> uh, and that's and that, after like waiting two hours for things to download because the servers are getting hammered. I'm like, I, I'll just leave work. Actually, no, I took the day off from work. Hey, hey, work if you're listening. <laughs> I, I, I took the day off from work. So, and we sat around and played Batman all day. Well, I think just, that's yeah. the, uh, the the day we live in these days with the uh, new consoles is that every game requires an update. I know uh, uh, when I got mine, the first thing I did when I got home from work is I plugged it in, knowing there would be an update, but knowing that there was no chance of me even getting it, e- even a chance to play it until I put the kids down, you know, three hours later. So I went ahead and got that process started, 
Mm-hmm. And so uh, it, it actually happened fairly quickly to where it was ready by the time the kids were down. Uh, Ryan, I know yours took a lot longer. So I don't know. I guess I just started mine early, you know, got home at 530 or 6 and got the process started earlier than everybody else. But uh, um, unfortunately, every, every new game, it seems, you're going to have to do a systems update. And it's, yeah. Well, I'm actually, the, I'm actually okay with that because I, it, it gives developers time to, to fix things they missed. But I hate it when they use it as an excuse for shipping a shitty game in the first place well here's here's what happened with me is is i learned something i, I am not uh I, I crispy to date myself i was still working at gamestop when halo 2 came out weren't you at that part i think you were at that party yeah, um right. i i was uh i'm trying to remember which i don't know if i was at the mall of georgia one or if i was at the one on 29 at the time but anyway uh I'm not the video game guy I was when I worked at GameStop because I just don't keep track of it like I used to. I learned uh, we had a power outage right after I put the Arkham disc in, and all it had done was the install on the system. Uh, the game booted up after the power came back, and the our internet was down, and it said, uh, update available, continue without update. And I was able to just play the game without the big update. Mm-hmm. And it seems like most of the update stuff is for networking so far. I, I, I don't know, but the yeah. game was playable. It took, you know, it took the, the three minutes or whatever to install it on the system, but then I was able to go immediately from there. Yeah, I think the, uh, part of the reasons that I, the issues you, you mentioned, Phantom, that I was having, uh, part of that was uh, I think my router had crapped out mm-hmm. a couple days ago and I got a new router. And so uh, the new router and my Xbox aren't uh working well together uh, so they're they're i'm getting kicked off and so um is I th- that I think what's that's... going on with yours because you said you were having some issues with saving uh yeah like uh i played a little save like circle spin thing was going the entire 30 minutes and uh i came across something i think it was the uh, militia outpost or something after i'd completed two or a couple other things died and I started back where I was like 35 minutes or 40 minutes. Um, and then uh, so I – and it was still doing the same spend thing where it wasn't saving. So I was cautious. So, you know, I didn't know, I didn't want to keep playing only not to save. So I, right, like, right. I did the Riddler challenge again and then basically just parked my Batmobile and then like left the room. And when I came back 20 minutes later, it, it had saved finally. Okay. Um, but I, I think that's where most of my issues were coming. But yeah, and, and then it froze up. So – I don't know how much of that is my network and how much of that is actually the game. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I know it. last night I, I got to a point where I just said, all right, that's it. I'm done. I'll uh, have to pick this up tomorrow. All right. So time to close it up. Uh, what I want to do is go around and everybody, obviously none of us are finished, though some of us may be very close and literally itching right now to get back to it. Uh, I, I want to give sort of a tentative score and just an overall uh, your your contentment level with the game and its place in the series. Uh, let's start with Jay. Uh, I think it's up there. I would say you know eight or nine out of ten. Uh, or I don't know what ranking you're wanting to do, but uh, however you feel like talking about it, it's it's almost perfect. You know, there's a, a couple issues. I think uh, like I talked about with the Batmobile and a couple other things, but that in general i i i really do like the game and i highly recommend it and i will be playing as soon as we hang up uh, here <laughs> mike what's your feeling so far 
Uh, as a PC player, I really have to give it uh, around that 7 range just because of the issues that the PC players are having. Uh, even myself, with the audio glitches, with hitching, it's it, it hasn't made it unplayable for me, but I've really sucked to my guns. But gameplay-wise, it's just phenomenal. Just I'm not. I was. I wasn't planning on playing it tonight. Now, after talking about it for the past hour, I need to play it. <laughs> I was planning on playing it tomorrow night for a stream. I might just cancel everything tonight. And just like I just. I just want to play. I just need to play. <laughs> and, and that is. It's. It's. Uh, I'll. I'll go ahead and throw mine in now, so I'm not going last uh, as I tend to do. Uh, I, I've had a blast with it. I find the balance to be very satisfying. I've only had one instance of that that video game frustration that uh, that oh what the fuck come on like uh, only one of those everything has been a challenge where i've had to think about and that that to me is one of the strengths of this series is that if you think about what you're doing you can get through it it's not a matter necessarily of just timing things right or just being lucky or whatever it it all typically requires some thought and how do i go how do i approach this problem there's a lot of problem solving and i really dig that uh i a numeric score i i don't know that i can yet because when i'm done maybe it's a five out of five right now uh pr- probably a four out of five but i love it i don't know it's compelling me i can't wait to get back to it uh crispy how do you feel so my experience is a little bit different from you guys, and so let me explain how I've approached the game. My girlfriend and I both wanted to play the game. We're both big Arkham fans, but we refused to watch the other person play the game. <laughs> so it may or may not have been the reason I ended up buying an Xbox One, so we could each play the game at the same time. We had an agreement that uh, if we're doing sto- spoilery bits, we'll keep to ourselves, but if we if there's a puzzle... And one of us is stumped. We'll come and help the other one out. Let me just real quick stop you and 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 tell you that so far this is the most beautiful story I've ever heard in my <laughs> <Right>. life. <laughs> it's a, it's a pretty good it's a pretty good thing. In fact, my roommate had her boyfriend over, and she was trying to explain like why I'm in the living room playing the game, and she's in the bedroom playing the game, and they'll, they'll have this weird conversation. It won't make any sense, but it'll make sense to them. <laughs> um, and so we've done a very good job on not spoiling the story, and she had some really good uh, interpretation of things that I missed. Uh, and so we've gone back and forth. And because of that, this has been a, a great experience overall. I've absolutely loved my time with the game because of the shared experience. Now, for me to, to take a look at the game by itself, as it stands right now, uh, Arkham Asylum is still my favorite. It's still the tightest game. But I really like what City did. I like the openness of City. Uh, and so I'm, 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 I'm with Phantom here. I'm, I'm this close to finishing the game. And I'm going to wait to reserve judgment to see where it falls in there. But right now, it's definitely in a tight second place for me. It, 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 there's so much good stuff going on here. And the story is so solid that where the game fails is all the secondary stuff. So if you don't do the secondary stuff, the game is so solid and tight. And that's what I'm loving about this. Ryan, how you feel? Well, I think I'm going to go with since we didn't specify you know, a numeric. I'm going to go a little different. On a scale from like... Tony Daniel Batman. Grade this on Robbins. <laughs> oh, we can do that next. I think it's like, let's go from like Tony Daniel to say O'Neill in the 70s oh, Batman. I'm going to give this a solid Grant Morrison. <laughs> there's some good stories. There's some like excellent plotting. There's some questionable additions in there that you're not real sure about. But overall, really solid. For for a full Grant Morrison score, I think we need to see Zurin R Batman. <laughs> That's true. 
That yeah, is there, true. there definitely needs to be a part where you have no idea what the hell is going on, and you have to re- re- go online and reread uh, some annotated sources to figure out <laughs> right. what the hell is you going have on. to re-, re you have to replay through a section six times to understand it. <laughs> and yes, it also like means you saga all over again. <laughs> There's references from like a 60s comic that you've never read before. But. Yeah, exactly. Or 60. There's Pong references, which is the equivalent so, in this. So one. if we're doing Robbins, it's no Dick Grayson, but it's not Jason Todd. It's uh, Tim. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe a solid Damien. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I would go with Damien on this one. Tim. Yeah. Tim is my favorite. Of the Robins. Uh, Damien is, is a second. I, I would yeah. go with the Damien on this one. And poor Jason Todd. Everybody hates Jason Todd. <laughs> Except that Red Hood DVD is so great. But that's Dude, a whole Jensen other. Ackle. I want to see Jensen Ackles <laughs> in a live-action Red Hood movie. Hell yeah. All right, before we get too crazy, we got to wrap it up, guys. I want to go around. Uh, Can I ask one more question before we wrap up? Do it. Because I keep thinking this while, while I play it. So where do they go from here? They're not going to stop making superhero games. Well, you've seen, you've, seen so all, well. you've seen all the LexCore stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. And did you get Lex Luthor's voicemail on Wayne Tower? Yes. I just, do you think, I just, they, I don't know if Superman works. They've announced that this is it for them. There are no more Batman games for them. This is absolutely it for them. Well, but they've also so. set up Suicide Squad. Uh, no, that was the Montreal Studios that did that in Origins. So I don't oh, know. You're I, right. I don't want that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as much okay. as I would love a Suicide Squad game. How, yeah. Here's an idea that I had. Uh, what about a Battle for the Cowl game? Huh. Yeah. I think that could be a lot of fun, and they have certainly set up elements of that in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, guys. We do need to wrap up. Let's go around. Uh, where can we find everybody online? Uh, let's start with Mike. Uh, you can find me, you can just uh, find me over at, on my website at trexlight.com, T-Rex with light as light bulb. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at this is Trex. Awesome. Crispy, where can we find you online? So basically just do a search for at PageMasterJim, you'll find me. But if you're looking for some of my stuff, I'm responsible for the interviews for DragonCon. So just go to the DragonCon video feed and you'll see my face plastered everywhere. Yes, you you will recognize Crispy as one of the most delightful parts of DragonCon known as DragonCon TV. <laughs> I didn't pay him to say that, by the way. No, no, you didn't. But <laughs> I think we all agree that Dragon Con TV is pretty freaking awesome. Next. It is. Uh, Ryan, we can find you researching for needless things. <laughs> I mean, I got like a Facebook page. I post some funny stuff sometimes. I don't know. You, you can I'll tell you. Basement. Now go back and play Batman, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell. I'll tell you where you can find Ryan. You can find him in the all new Needless Things Podcast Facebook group. That is true. Where you can come to talk about the show and whatever else, whatever other kind of dorky stuff you want to talk about. If you have an obscure question about toys or when they're coming out, I usually know. Yeah, he's on it. Uh, Jay, where can we find Belligerent Monkey online? Uh, Conveniently at belligerentmonkey.com. On the Facebooks, uh, Twitter, all that good stuff. But belligerentmonkey.com has got all the links and uh, updates and blogs and all that good stuff. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. And now, Crispy. Can you hang out for five more minutes for a super secret plot discussion? Just Arkham Knight is waiting on me. Ah, five, okay. five minutes. He's, he's, in my, he's in my, I had to pause the game. He's in my hands. <laughs> All right. Everybody yeah. else, thank you so much. Spoiler alert. It's Alfred as the outsider. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. All right. I couldn't, I couldn't wait to the end. I had to, I, had to, I had to get it out. Well, now there's no point in playing.
Yeah. yeah. All, All right. right. Jay, Ryan, Mike, thank you guys so much. See you. All right, guys. Have a good, good one. Talk yeah, to you soon. Good night. All right. Everybody else is gone. Five minutes. Turbo talk. I do not know. And listeners, massive spoiler time. This is just for me and Crispy and you guys, if you've played the game. How do you feel about Barbara Gordon going out like that? So there's a division in the household. The girlfriend doesn't think she's dead. I don't uh, either. Because of the fan, because of the, the the fear gas. I initially was against. I was like, no, 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 she's dead. But as I've played more into the game, I'm, I'm a little bit further than you are. Uh, I'm I'm I'm, I'm the, I just released uh, I'm based off your picture. I know exactly where you're at. Okay. I just released IDs plant everywhere. The, yes, the gas yes. is gone. And hope that section was amazing, by the way. Oh, my gosh, dude. The way that looks when the cloudburst explodes. My son has been hanging, which, oh, my gosh, if I had any idea what was in this game, I never would have let him watch. But he loves the game so much. He loves Batman and Robin. Uh, <laughs> he's played as Robin some. But I had to stop playing the game last night when that happened because I was like, he's got to see this. I have to stop yeah. it now. Yeah, and, and it's so dark. I mean, the just the, the whole mental collapse of everything there. And then you so when you're when you're doing the fight with the cloud burst, fighting the tank, that was excellent. And so in the section, just that, did you finish the cloud burst tank? Yes, yes. So basically, have you already gone back to the police station? The, yeah, I went back so, to the police station. Okay, so you know you're looking for Gordon. Yes. Okay, okay. So we're at the same point. I'm at the point where I'm going. I just cleared out the base of the tower. And, and now I'm trying to figure out like how, I, I how to get up in the tower. So so yeah, I, I just got the car down to the bottom of the tower. Okay, okay, that's where okay. I'm at. So we're about the same spot. So, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So we're at literally at the same spot in the game. Um, but so there's a huge discussion. Like like so, uh, my girlfriend was listening to Thugs talk, and okay. she quickly figured out her theory for uh, Arkham Knight was chasing Todd. Now she now knows who the Arkham Knight is, and she's not going to spoil it for me. So I don't know whether or not she's right. So I'm still basing this off of this bubble of information. She heard thugs talk early in the game. Like, oh, it sucker happened to the previous Robin. Yeah, Joker really beat the shit out of him. Right. And for me, I honestly have just Jason Todd was so terrible that I purged him from my memory. I never once considered Jason Todd to be in an Arkham game. And so when she talked about it, I was like, well, that's kind of brilliant and it fits, but it seems a little too spot on. But I'm going to roll with it for now. And the, the facts started adding up with that. And then you get to the movie studio. And where a game that previously never utters the words Jason Todd right. does so with a giant Harley Quinn-sized mallet. Uh, yes. <laughs> and, I, and as much as I, I, I want to support this Jason Todd theory, it's because of that that it's, I'm like, it's too obvious. Right, exactly. So I'm, ho- I'm hoping the game is smarter, and the game is, the previous games have proven it is smarter. Yes. Uh, if, if it is Jason Todd, I'll be satisfied but I think uh, there's the potential for more. Now, you mentioned you had a, a separate theory. I do, and I'll tell you if you want to hear it. Well, tell me the basis for your theory before you reveal who it is. Well, the like, pro- How did you get to this? The problem is the basis of my theory involves revealing who it is. Well, I mean, that's gonna, we're going to have to tow that water. Um, there's no if, way to skirt around it? And no, there's not. There's just not. Is it a character that you feel has been established in previous Arkham games? Oh, yes. Interesting. Interesting. All right. All right. No, no, no hints here. Cause I'm about to go find out. In the okay. Next 20 minutes. Let's, um, then let's call it good. Thanks for sticking around a couple extra minutes to talk about some, <laughs> to, to talk about where we're at. Um, thanks so much for coming on, man. I appreciate it. 
No, it's been fun. I appreciate it. Uh, this game has been great. I've I, I loved the community feedback on this game. Yes. Uh, because even though it's divisive, people are still talking about it and, 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 and in good ways. If nothing else, it's compelling. Yeah. And, and, and and that's I haven't I seen a game like this in a while, honestly, and it's been nice. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much, dude, and uh, we'll be talking to you again soon. All right. I'm, I'm off to go solve this puzzle. Me too. <laughs> All right. See ya. Later, man. Man, that was fun. I I love Arkham Knight. I love all of the Arkham games, and it was great talking to those guys about them. Uh, extra special thanks to Crispy for sticking around for a couple extra minutes to talk about some plot points that I felt needed being to, to be discussed. And you guys stick around, because at the end of this outro, I'm going to tell you who I think the Arkham Knight is. I don't know yet. But I'm going to find out in a few hours. Like, by the time you guys are listening to this, I will probably know. But I'm going to tell you now. But first, you can find the Needless Things podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher. You can find us at esopodcast.com because we are part of the ESO network. And, of course, our home is needlessthingssite.com where five days a week we post about toys, movies, music, pop culture, dorkery, commentary on all of those things myself and my talented cast of writers so i'm almost done it's time super duper spoiler this isn't a spoiler because it's my speculation but uh it it is a spoiler because i am absolutely 100 positive that i am correct about this so are you ready Are you ready for who I think is wearing the mask of the Arkham Knight? I believe it is Barbara Gordon. That's my 100% belief. And the reason I think that is early in the game... Spoilers here, people. Seriously. Early in the game, Barbara kills herself. Maybe not too early. Like, maybe a third of the way into the game. Barbara kills herself in front of Batman. Batman is under the influence of Scarecrow's powerful new fear gas. And he's got Joker in his brain, screwing around. And Joker steps in front of Barbara when Barbara, also supposedly under the influence of the fear gas, can't take it anymore, freaks out, and kills herself. I don't buy it. That is not a thing that Barbara Gordon would do. I am more willing to believe that Barbara Gordon wants to get rid of Batman because this is a Barbara Gordon, this is Oracle. Killing joke happened. So I believe Barbara Gordon holds Batman responsible that after Joker did this to her, Batman still would not put a permanent end to the Clown Prince of Crime. And Barbara is afraid for herself, she's afraid for her family, she's afraid for Gotham, she holds Batman responsible for the madness of Arkham City. And I think she is the Arkham Knight. I think she had the resources to put this army together because of Oracle, because of the fact that her dad's the police commissioner. I think that it's too convenient for her to be out of the game. I think she's too significant after Arkham City. I think she's too significant of a character to just be sidelined and then eliminated in the way that she was for for what... In, in the context of the story 
without her being the Arkham Knight is just a cheap, dramatic moment that was not needed. Because Scarecrow is already a threat. The Arkham Knight is already a threat. We don't need Barbara's death to move this story forward. I that's 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 my reasoning. I could go on, but you guys don't need to hear it, and I'm sure I'm still in the car. So I'm sure I've talked past our outro music and I've had to loop it around over again just to cover my continued talking. So there it is. Uh, my bid is Barbara Gordon as the Arkham Knight. I also last night had a little bit of an uh, of a hunch that it could also even be Jim because his behavior in the game has been a little off. But that's one of the brilliant things about the game. At different times, you've suspected everyone. Uh, There were times where I thought it could be Tim, who's Robin in the game. There are times where I thought it could be Dick, who's Nightwing in the game. Uh, They've really opened up a lot of of potential villains, and uh, I'm just very excited to find out. I'm excited that you guys, that we got to share this episode with you with some new folks, with some old folks, and had a good time talking, and we'll, uh, we'll do another one next week. And our Comic-Con, our San Diego Comic-Con episode is coming up, too, where we armchair review what happened there. And Ryan and Jay will be back for that one. And after that, you guys, DragonCon, right around the corner. DragonCon on Needless Things is going to be bigger this year than ever. And we are going to have the first ever Needless Things meetup at DragonCon. I have not decided when or where... uh, I've got to gauge interest a little bit, I think, because I'm not good at that. You guys, let me know. PhantomTroubleMaker at gmail.com. Join the new Needless Things podcast Facebook group. Uh, Just contact us. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what you want to do at DragonCon. Let me know who you want me to talk to. If you've got a thing that you want to talk about, let me know. Come on the show. We'd be happy to have you. All right. I got to stop. I've gone on far too long on both ends of this thing. Thank you guys for sticking around. I love you. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network, your station for all things geek, classic, current, and beyond. Be part of the crew at esonetwork.com.